Hello everybody, happy Wednesday. Welcome back to Aces Up The Sleeve. I'm Patty, co-hosting with the co-managing partner of Pocket Aces Racing, or power for quick reference, Jared Shoemaker. And today is a bit of an interesting episode because, Jared, you are on site at Saratoga. So we're, this episode's actually is going to cover a bit about Saratoga, kind of the event you attended. And we're just going to shoot the breeze about, I think, one of the most interesting racetracks in the country. Yep, I am at the uh, the Albany, New York field office, Hilton Garden Airport <laughs> Hotel. Uh, be departing uh, back to Lexington here in the next couple hours or so. So thought we would uh, just chat a little bit about uh, about this interesting and unique place that is Saratoga Racecourse. Yep, but it, before we get to that in this podcast, we are going to shed light on all things pocket aces. We're going to talk about. The finer points of syndicate ownership, we're going to discuss what the fans, the partners, the listeners have asked us to talk about, and hopefully by the end of it, you're a little more entertained, you're enlightened by the topics, and as partners especially, we hope that you continue to feel like you're receiving a good amount of value for your tenure as a member of Team Pocket Aces Racing. So, this is going to be, we're going to start first, you know, with our little tradition, we're going to start with our entries, we have some exciting results to talk about. And then we are going to jump into Saratoga. And so for the first one to get started with the entries, we have High Powered. He's going to be August 5th. It's a Belterra Park claiming race. The old veteran is is back to his roots, is where he loves being. Yep, he's back in. Um, you know, we, we have had stretches during his career where we have not run him, um, you know, two weeks you know, successively because he tends to like a little bit, uh, a little bit of a break between uh but he's he's run well on on a short turnaround the last uh the last race or so so we're gonna we're gonna give it a shot again and uh he is going for his 10th win and if he win i should not say if but when he gets that 10th win yeah. uh, he will become the all-time leading winner in, ter in terms of number of races won uh for his pocket aces racing career uh with 10. he's got 50 he's 55 starts under his belt um, he is as honest as the day is long. He tries, he busts his hump and runs hard pretty much every time out. And, uh, you know, he's 29 for 55 in the money. So that's not too bad. Um, mm. and, uh, he's just been a, he's, he's, he's been a delight to have in the barn and he's one of my all time favorites, even though, even though he is running at $5,000 claiming races at Belterra park, um, you know, he, he may not have tons of talent, but he gives you everything he's got with the talent that he's got. Well, and I think that's a talent in and of itself sometimes. Like, how many of these, like, super supposedly athletic horses you see in the morning who get to the afternoon, they're like, mm, maybe oh. that's a friendly suggestion. <laughs> We've had a few of them ourselves over the years that had so. all the talent in the world, but uh, just didn't want to run that hard. Yep. And um, others that don't don't have nearly as much talent but are going to give you everything they've got. So, yep. um, you know, he's he's a thrill to have and uh, such a sweetheart and just... Uh, yep. Well, I, I really, I'm, I'm anxious for him to get that tenth win. Yeah, I went out to see him um, a few days ago uh, when I went out to to get some photos in the morning, especially of our of our new offerings, which you all have have seen at this point, uh, which is started from the bottom and the new um, the new collected the collected filly, and we, we stood out there with Susan, and she just hand grazed him on on that that big hill right outside her barn and and we sat there we watched him i i guess be a gopher where he just started <laughs> sniffing the ground and he's just 
he watched everybody. He's such a cool horse. He just, he's very smart too. And you can tell he, he likes to observe things, likes to watch things. So high powered is, is very much his own personality. And, and, you know, Susan loves him to death. And she, we were talking about how her sisters wanted him as like her, her OTTB forever. So there, you were right. Or, you know, a few, a few episodes ago when you were talking to Jessica, there might be a line for high powered. <laughs> he is, he is going to be in high demand. I, I have a feeling. So, yep. uh, He's just, uh, again, he's just, he's a special horse for us. So Absolutely. Well, and then we'll get to our results. Uh, sophisticated, she actually ran yesterday, by the time our listeners will hear this. And she put in a, a pretty hard trying effort. She she came up, uh, you know, second at, at Belterra, which for her, that seems to be kind of her thing. Like seconditis, she just either, she just likes to, to always miss somehow. <laughs> Yeah, and you know, it, it seems like she always runs into one of these horses that is just that's kind of freaking on on her and, and running the, the best race that it's run maybe ever. Yeah, it just happens to come against her, and she ends up running you know second or third or something like that. And uh, yep. you know, again, she's another one that that doesn't have uh, you know super super you know a whole lot of talent. It seems like, but. Again, you know, she's seven of twelve in the money now, so she's fifty percent on the board. That that's not bad, and mm. she tries hard, and and you know, I think she she keeps knocking at the door to get this second win, and I you know, I think it's going to come sooner rather than later, and uh, one of these days the the you know things are going to break her way. You know, the, the Victor kind of shared some feedback that you know when when she was kind of behind horses uh, that were kind of you know and in, in a little bit closer and more company you know she just wasn't super super engaged but then when when uh, the, the the winner Fabiola Princess broke away and got a pretty good lead and then she was you know a little more on her own with a couple horses you know either right behind her that she really dug in and and, and fought hard to make sure that none of those passed her and I don't think anybody was going to beat uh, beat the winner yesterday. She ran the race of her life, um, but uh, you know, uh, sophisticated. She ran hard and put in mm -hmm. a good effort, and we'll get her back out there um, as soon as she's ready to go, and as soon as they put that race back in the book. Yep. Well, an interesting thing too. We actually talked about um, sophisticated and high powered with Susan. And um, she was telling me that High Powered has the same halter he's had since he got to her barn. Like, it's always been that same halter. She's never changed it. Sophisticated has gone through, like, three in a week. <laughs> Sophisticated chews up her halters. Like, she's like, Susan's like, I don't know what she does with them half the time. Like, we just show up and it's a dadder's. So it's it's interesting to me that kind of... They're, they're just so wildly different personalities and it's so cool because it kind of just confirms what we've always said on this podcast is that horses are very much their own personalities. Everybody's different. A horse is not a, you know, a horse is not a horse is not a horse. It, you know, right. they, they all have their own ticks and their own likes and high powered likes his stuff and sophisticated apparently does activities we don't know about with her. So it's, it's pretty wild how, how different they are. And you know, we always take the chance to talk about her when, when we have her on here on the podcast. And we have a Temple City Terror update for everybody, which I think they'll find very interesting and very exciting as well. Yes, uh, Brendan shared with Mark the other day that um, Temple City Terror is in full. Um, you know, at, right after her injury, you know, as soon as they kind of figured out what was going on, they, they got her over to the to the breeding barn there, town and country. And and got her settled in and, you know, started bringing her down from the racetrack. And as soon as they could, they, 
got her over to Uncle Mo. A nice $150,000 stud fee and one of the best uh, currently around. Mm -hmm. And uh, she took first time and she is now in full to Uncle Mo. Um, not sure how far along she is, but that 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 is the that is the situation. So that's very you know, Uncle cool. Mo's the he's a top ten perennial sire. He's currently number three in the, in the in North America, and mm -hmm. uh, uh, so cannot wait to see what this uh, this baby looks like uh, mm -hmm. sometime next spring. Uh, mm -hmm. Probably later in the spring. So yeah. Well, and it, it's interesting too because like Uncle Mo, a lot of people I think remember Uncle Mo for how dominant he was on the dirt, but like. His offspring do surprisingly well on the turf. Like, I, I can't say I'm entirely surprised, but he does pretty well for himself as a sire on the turf. Like, Golden Powell is an yeah, uncle. He, he definitely, definitely gets some turf runners. And, and, and they're two very different physicals. You know, she is such a tall, leggy, mm -hmm. long uh, uh, mare. And, you know, he's a little more, a little more compact, a little more, um, you know, um, crotch rocket type and yeah. um so that's going to be an interesting uh interesting mix you know maybe between the two of them they can get the that happy uh, medium <laughs> get that happy medium in between so uh, we're looking forward to seeing what uh, uh you know how that how that turns out we'll definitely be keeping an eye on him i doubt seriously that uh that that baby will end up going through a sales ring some anywhere but uh but we'll sure we'll sure follow along wherever yeah. it ends, ends up yep it's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> well, let's roll into Saratoga. You know, I, I don't know how many of our listeners have ever been up there or if everyone's been up there. I highly doubt that. But I know I'm sure plenty of people have, have been up there. I know. Shout out to Dave Brown. I'm sure he's at Saratoga all the time. But Dave's here every weekend. <laughs> I believe it. Uh, but Saratoga is is... Actually, it's a very interesting place. It's a very old racetrack. I don't think a lot of people realize like how, not dated, but just how long it's been here, you know. And from from what I, I think from what I remember, like it was open like the the mid eighteen hundreds. I'll, I'll probably check that just to make sure I'm saying that correctly. But like it, I mean, Saratoga has been around a long time, and you've been there. You said yourself several, you know, on several occasions, Jared. Do you want to kind of share with our listeners? Um, more or less just your impressions, like how you feel when you go up there, you know, just just what what it's like to be around something sure. that, that has as much history as Saratoga does. So just uh, to, to your point, Saratoga opened in 1863. Uh, okay. it, is, it is actually considered to be the oldest sporting venue, oldest major sporting venue of any kind in the country. That's why. Um, but actually, uh, I'm, I'm, and I'm pulling this off Wikipedia so anybody can look at this, but it's actually... Uh, <laughs> It is actually the fourth oldest racetrack in the U.S. after Pleasanton uh, Fairgrounds Racetrack. Second oldest is the Fairgrounds Racecourse, and then the oldest is Freehold Raceway, and on, and that's a, that's a harness track in in New Jersey, um, which opened in 1843, uh, 1853. Sorry. So, uh, so there are some tracks that are older, but um, not it many. Is certainly, <laughs> it is certainly the most prestigious of of that list of four, and you know. I, I, the first time I came up here, and, and you know, most most of my racetrack experience has been uh, Kentucky and and, and uh, you know Keeneland and Churchill and Turfway and mm -hmm. and uh, you know obviously Belterra Park and you know that that's I've, I've been to other racetracks beyond that of course but that's where I've been spent most of my time. I love Delaware Park. That's another great one. Mm -hmm. uh, and so when I first came up here, um, the only way I could think of to describe it was it, it, it's almost like 
a carnival, you know, and a carnival and a racetrack get matched, mashed up together and you come up with the Saratoga race course. Mm-hmm. Um, because you go out and you know, you're, you're walking along and you basically you pull right off the highway, um, the interstate highway and take a, take a left if you're coming from the south and, and, and go down the road and, and all of a sudden you just in the middle of this quaint little town and the racetrack is sitting right there on your left and then the town of this town of saratoga itself is just is a, is a neat neat place in its own right and um anyway you you come along the grounds and and you see out on the outside of the of the racetrack uh it, within the within the grounds but out and not not overlooking the track and there's just hundreds and thousands of people just milling around outside under tents and and it's just like it looks like a football tailgate almost. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they're just sitting outside, out in the under the trees, uh, out around the paddock, and, and just watching the race or you know, on monitors, uh, but never getting anywhere near the inside just to actually see the the, the track. And then uh, inside, you know, it, it's a, it's a it's an old old structure. Uh, I, I was when I was walking by yesterday, I thought, man. They, do some shingle work out here these things are starting to look a little bit rough (laughs) so uh you know it's just it's just so old it's so cool and there's just a lot of neat places Uh, my favorite place to watch a race is under the porch uh it's this big open area dining uh dining room that is underneath built underneath the grandstand and it's uh such a neat cool place to to watch a race and um you know like i said it's it's just it just feels like it's a carnival event going on um, you know, I, I love Keeneland. Keeneland can be a little, uh, a little stodgy, if you want to. I think maybe that's a good way to put it. You know, mm-hmm. can, Keeneland's pretty proud of itself, and, yeah. and can be a little less, uh, uh, a, a little more formal a lot of times. I think so. Uh, it's a very different aspect than that, and uh, it, it's definitely a, a place that if you are a fan of thoroughbred horse racing, you need to come see. Uh, you, spend a couple of days here at Saratoga and just walk around the grounds, uh, walk around the town. Um, my wife loves it up here. I mean, she, she'd come and, and never step foot in the track. She'd just come to, to do shopping and date and eating <laughs> and things like that and other events that they have going on around town all the time. So it's just a, it's just a neat place, whether you, you're a huge fan of racing or just, uh, just want to get away somewhere for a few days. Yeah. Well, and like, uh, I mean, I was, we were talking about this before we started recording. Like I, last time I was at Saratoga was 10 years ago as a college freshman. <laughs> so, I mean, my, my memories about it are very limited. I mean, as always, I took pictures. Like Patty doesn't go anywhere and doesn't take pictures. That's not how I function. But, <laughs> um, but even then, like, I think it was a, I, I still remember it was such a rainy day and but we walked the the Saratoga course. It was just a bunch of the uh, well, not on the course, but like you know, amongst the track and the and and we kind of visited that that big area you were talking about, like the not the infield, but like the 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 gathering tailgate area. The tailgate area. Yeah, that's the only way I know how to describe. Yeah, it. I know. And um, and we went for a race day, and we got to to see you know how how everything stacked up, how everything lined up, and it was so just. It's like it's one of very few, I uh, like experiences that become like a formative memory for me. Where it's like I could tell you, kind of like the the color of the bridle, of of the horse that we were watching that day. It was red, by the way. 
and you know and it and it was just it was something so indelible in me and like and every time i see saratoga come up i'm like god i have to go back up there i have to go back up there and i keep telling myself i will it's i mean it's it's pretty cool like it really is even yeah. 10 years ago from when i last saw it even then it was still pretty remarkable and i know it's changed a lot now they've added a shoot and a, a bunch of like structures i think Mm-hmm. Yeah, it it, uh, it reminds me that the building, the the, the grandstand itself, kind of reminds me of like an old Coney Island. Mm-hmm. That that's that's what the the building and the, the structure of the facility looks like to me. That that's the feeling that I get when I look at it. And you know, so you kind of have that boardwalk uh, atmosphere about it. That's like I said, it's just there's just there's no place else that I've been, no other racetrack that's anywhere quite like uh, quite like it. It's just a, it's just a cool place. Um, is it my favorite racetrack? Uh, no, it's not, but um, it's it's one you have to be you have you have to see at some point if you're a racing fan. You just you you got to put it on your bucket list and make it happen. Yep. It, I mean, it's it's worth a while. Like, if not for for the good racing that always happens every year, just to kind of yeah. experience Saratoga, like you said, Saratoga, the the town, just for for how just seeing somewhere that truly lives and breathes for the tradition that was kind of built around the track. Like, it's 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 pretty remarkable to to see yeah, how the, the, the it's, whole it's an identity almost. You know, the, the entire community is is built around. Uh, it feels like built around Saratoga racetrack. And, um, you know, obviously there's, there's more here than just, uh, racing, mm-hmm. but, um, they, they, they embrace it. The entire city of Saratoga or town. I'm not, I'm not sure even how big Saratoga is, but, but they, they embrace it. And, um, it just, it's, it's a neat place. And, um, you know, it, there's, there's always something going on, even if it's not officially part of the racetrack, you know, you've got the national, uh, museum of, of racing is here um and which is where i was last night and yep. First uh, there's just, event. Uh, yeah there's just always something going on um here at, at, at the spa and um it's just a, it's just a neat place to be and and it's and it's i don't care what day of the week come it's crowded yep. uh, there's going to be people that are going there's, there's people here that are showing up to watch the races so. i mean to that extent it's not it's not very different from keelan like there are days right. where you can't step foot in, into into Keelan, it just seems the crowds just seem to get bigger every year. <laughs> yeah, it's it's an event, and and there's a lot of people that that, that they they go to, to places like this not for the racing. They they go to for the event. They go for the party. And, yeah, uh, and you know seen. what? That's okay because uh, because hopefully they'll they'll put a, at least a, a dollar or two on the on the ponies while they're there. Yeah, well, it's supposed to be a good time all around. So. So the syndicate event, let's let's recap that just a little bit. Um, you know, we posted a, a photo of, of our pretty cool setup, if I do say so myself. <laughs> um, yeah, pretty cool setup we had we had going over there. So, if you want to talk about kind of the event and and what went on, and just give everybody a recap of how that yeah. went. So basically, it was the syndicate night at the National uh, Horse Racing Museum, and it's one of the events that they put on. It's a it's a fundraising effort for them. And essentially, they invite uh, horse racing partnerships and syndicates from all over the country uh, to come and and set up and meet with people coming to the museum about about what they have to offer and uh, you know maybe what sets them apart for the other partnerships that are out there. And um, you know it, it's uh, it was a pretty neat event. Um, I think they said they had like twenty 
four different groups, most of which I had never heard of. <laughs> a lot of them were kind of small, smaller, and um, some of them local. Uh, there's a new, you know, so there's, again, some that are very new, some that have been around a long time. Um, you know, we're, we're, we are certainly one of the oldest that is still operating. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, had us set up next to Team Valor, uh, which was interesting. Yep. Um, uh, so, um, you know, it was just kind of a, we, we, all the other big boys were in the room as well so um, yeah i'm uh, pretty sure i saw west point on there too west point was uh, right across the hall terry terry finn they actually showed up and was there and had, made his way around the room and uh i know um there were um uh, donna brothers was sitting right across from us as part of star ladies racing yep. uh so yeah it, it was a uh, it was a, a really nice event it was good to talk to some uh, some other groups and to see what they're doing and uh, actually saw several of our partners that, that were here for racing for the week and just uh, they knew we were coming so they they stopped by to, to visit and it was good to meet a few of our folks that we had not uh, previously met in person so that was nice Dave Brown of course was here he came up and helped me uh, help me set up and took some yep. pictures and um, you know Dave's been such a great ambassador for us as, as a longtime partner and um, got to, got to help me spread the word about pocket aces racing, which is very nice. And, uh, you know, hopefully we'll get a few new partners out of the deal, but, uh, the most important thing really was that, that we got, to got to contribute, uh, to some fundraising efforts of the national museum of racing, which we think is a, a very worthwhile effort. And, uh, so even if we, uh, if we don't get any new partners out of, out of our, our setup last night, um, hopefully, you know, we, we at least contributed to that cause, but hopefully we we do uh, or the event does bring new people in, whether it's with us or whether it's with some other uh, of the groups that were there. Mm-hmm. We're very hopeful that it brings in new uh, owners into the sport that we that we love and and that we want to grow. And um, we talked to most of the people that I spoke with last night. Um, well, I would say it's probably about half and half, but probably about half it were either in in with uh, other groups. And we're wanting to find out what what else was out there, um, and probably the other half of the people that I spoke with had not, never participated at all, but had been thinking about it for a long time and thought they would come check things out while while they were here. So, uh, so it was a, it was a good event. Got to talk to a lot of people. Got to meet some new folks. And um, again, hopefully we'll hopefully we'll get some new partners. We handed out the. Um, our flyers and leaflets on on the podcast so hopefully we'll pick up some new listeners if we spoke to you last night um please reach out to us we'd love to have you on the team so uh yeah it was it was a it was a good event and glad glad we got to participate this time and um i expect that this is something we'll try to do annually going forward and maybe it's the romantic in me but it kind of is a, a very cool notion to have something you know for the people who were thinking about it for a long time um, to kind of have their thoroughbred journey start at, at Saratoga, which is like, yeah, absolutely, you know, one of the first tracks and, you know, thoroughbred tracks in the country. It's like, you know, the beginning of, of our history, our racing history and, you know, to start your a, a new adventure, you know, a, a kind of the place where things began. <laughs> so that's, yeah, that's a lot of fun. And then I appreciate the, the, the museum for putting this on and coming yeah. up with this idea to, to allow people to explore this because I, I, I can imagine that there, there's so many groups that are doing this now. And we started, there were just a few of us yep. and you know, 
you didn't have tons of choices available to you out, out there. And now, I mean, it feels like everybody and their brothers uh, starting their own <laughs> own, own yeah. partnership group. So it can be a little daunting and, and overwhelming, I think, when when people start exploring this. And and it, it's it's worth doing your due diligence and 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 you know, seeing what all is available and asking asking a lot of questions and and finding out what you know who's going to be the best fit for you. And, and as much as I, I would love to think that we're the best fit for everybody out there, you know, there were some people that were very specific. We want to we want horses that we know are going to be racing here at Saratoga. And yeah. I told them last night, I said, you know, I would love to tell you that all of our horses are going to race at Saratoga, but I'd be lying to you. And if anybody else tells you that, they're probably going to be lying to you too. Yeah. We, we, we just don't know. Um, yeah. Not every horse deserves to run at Saratoga. They're not, they're not all good enough. And you don't want to just send one up here, just send one up here and watch it lose by 50 lengths, you know? Um, yeah. So, uh, you know, ask those questions. Uh, uh, if you're, if you're still thinking about getting into this and you haven't, haven't mm -hmm. decided yet who you're going to join, um, spend your time, ask a lot of questions, find out all you can about them. Uh, ask for references um, you know it, it's it's important so so it was good uh good last night to, mm. to get to talk to a lot of folks which I, I, I wish we had been able to talk to more because there there were enough there were enough people that it felt like you know, people would stop by our table and I'd be talking to one person Dave would be talking to another person and and so they they would just go on to the next empty table so you know unfortunately we didn't get to talk to everybody uh there so uh, uh, we actually talked to the organ I talked to the organizers a little bit I suggested that they come up with a like a speed dating approach where they got they get to talk to everybody for like two minutes and then move to the next table and and yeah. she said that somebody else had suggested like you give everybody that comes through like a little bingo card type thing and if they get a stamp or a sticker from each group yeah uh, then they win a prize at the end of the night to make cool. sure that they talk to everybody so because mm. I think that's that's I heard some of the other uh, uh, partnership groups that were there kind of talking about the same thing you know mm. that there's just um, you miss people because they didn't want to wait and they wanted to get through and talk to other people. Yeah. And uh, I ended up, I was actually talking to somebody in the parking lot last night uh, on our way out after we, after the event had ended uh, because they had uh, wanted to catch us in inside, but um, uh, things had kind of shut down by the time that, you know, they had gotten through the other people they were talking to. So, so that was, uh, that was, uh, that was interesting. But uh, so anyway, I think you know, it, it's still a, They've been doing this for a couple of years now. It's still a, a relatively new. This is an, uh, there's a new individual, yeah. and actually the um, uh, the 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 lady with the museum that uh, was putting this all on informed me that she was a big fan of Temple City Terror. So she came <laughs> by and got she came by and picked up some stuff uh, of Pocket Aces Racing's last. Had a lot of people actually come by last night and say, "Man, we love Temple City Terror." Um, That's uh, awesome. Some some you know some people that were just there you know to for the event. Uh, some of the, the partnership group uh, people came through and said, man, she was, she was so great. Yeah. Uh, so that was, that was, that was pretty cool. And uh, uh, you know, it's. Uh, yeah. It, it, was, it was a good, it was a good time. I wish we'd have been able to talk to more people, but yeah. uh, it, it was well worth the, well worth the trip. Temple. I feel like Temple City Terror has a pretty healthy following amongst a lot of groups because the photography <laughs> squad will like, whenever they caught her at Keeneland, it took one person. They're like, look who I found. And then there's a parade <laughs> of people out there the next morning. And I'm like, I, and, and then I'd get messages. When's she going out? Because I'm going to know. I'm right. like, I don't know the inner working. So she's, she has a, I think a pretty healthy, and that's awesome. You know, that she was, I mean, and we talked, we could talk about her all day and, and I'm sure Dave could talk about her all day. And 
you know, it's, it's, you know, she was a cool mare and she, you know, she, she's one of those war horses. She put out her soul every time she went out there. And it's cool to see that so many people who came by, who seemingly like it was kind of out of nowhere, but like they knew her, you know, and it's, that's yeah. really cool to me to hear so yeah, many had, people like that. Uh, on our, on our table, we had her, her, her saddle cloths from all the, her stakes races uh, draped over them and. So several people who really came up. Oh, I saw Temple Saint Terra there. I had to come talk to you guys. <laughs> you know, so yeah. Uh, so they, they they knew her name. They didn't necessarily know some of them didn't necessarily know Pocket Aces Racing, but they they knew her name. And uh, that's always a start. That's a yeah, foot that's in. Absolutely. That's a foot in to start the conversation. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. hey, um, so that 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 was the event, and uh, you know, Saratoga again. It's it's a neat place. My goodness, we we. Uh, after the event, we went to I think it was five five fifty is the place it was. It's this neat, cool over um, a, water, a restaurant down on the mm. on the lake, and we sat outside and just you know had, saw the boats coming in from the day. And uh, that that was a really cool restaurant. Uh, that uh, if you're up here, I recommend you you check that one out. Uh, had some uh, had some interesting beer cheese. You know, I don't know if if you're not from uh, Kentucky. And you haven't had the Kentucky beer cheese, you know, Calls beer cheese. Um, you know, if you've if, if you had beer cheese made in other regions, it's just not quite the same for me. It was good, but it wasn't Kentucky beer cheese. But the, <laughs> uh, it, it, it was good. Uh, the, the, so all the food that uh, that we've had was great. And um, you know, just get up here and and get around and walk around, walk around this town and check out the dining and check out the racing and all the the events mm. surrounding the racing and. Uh, you set up a, a walking tour at Saratoga, the the racetrack. I mean, there's just uh, so many things you can do here to enjoy uh, to enjoy a you know a three or four or five or week long trip. Uh, it's just yeah. um, you you can you can definitely uh, make a full week of it here if you chose to. You know, we talk about this, but like Jared kind of said, you can't see everything in one day, so it's not like those. <laughs> you will you will wear yourself out trying so you know plan several days to do that but saratoga is 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 definitely well well worth the trip there's so much history it feels so different like it's just a different feel in general where you just walk through and you see so you know places that have embraced their their racing history and and there's so many great places to look and see and you know it's not like like we said earlier it's not it's not just a track thing so if you have that one person in your family who's like eh, they're not sure they can there's always something for somebody here so it's absolutely. definitely a lot of fun there's always events going on there's always something happening <laughs> absolutely well hey patty i'm going to pull another curveball like i do every episode and talk about something that we didn't have on our um on on our agenda or outline. sure so as you, you touched on it real briefly um mm -hmm. as um as if, if you've if you're on the mailing list if you're partner that's listening you know we picked up a, a new filly last week a two-year-old by collected um mm -hmm. if you haven't uh, spent any time looking at her yet please take a look uh we sent her over to um silver springs she got off the van and before she was off the van the assistant trainer trainer uh there uh sent me a text and was like okay how do i get in on this filly?" literally after she stepped off the van and it was immediate she yeah. is a really, really nice physical. Uh, she, you know, Mark and I saw her breeze at Rim, uh, Rimrock Farm and where they, they breeze on an uphill turf gallop. And she just chewed that thing up and left her workmate sitting like just sitting still and 
just was so impressive. And, you know, as the write-up said, if you read the write-up on her, you know, we went, we went to look at a, at a cult because that, that's the one that we'd been tipped off on that we, we should check out that, uh, that, uh, that Ethan West really liked. Um, and, and we liked, we liked him well enough. He was, he, he looked nice. He, he worked really well that, that morning too, but this filly just blew our socks off and, um, and, a, and a neat story about her. And I've shared this with a couple of people. I'll share it with you. Um, mm-hmm. The mayor, uh, you know, she's the, uh, the dam of a uh, graded stakes winner, multiple graded stakes winner, majestic city. She is actually the farm mayor at trackside farm. And so basically Tom Evans, who's the owns trackside farm is a prolific breeder. Uh, has has bred some very very nice horses over the years. The dam is it's uh, chemistry baby. <laughs> it's chemistry baby is the dam. Uh, yep. She is the farm mayor, and so basically any sales of the babies that uh, are made, the farm employees get those proceeds. And it's just a it's just a cool it's thing cool. that that Tom does. Uh, you know, here's your mare. Any we're gonna breed this mare, and you know, he takes care of the expenses and all that. And we're gonna breed this mare and. Um, you know, whatever whatever the baby's self yours. and it's, it's a it's an employee bonus, employee perk. It's it's something that he does to show his appre- appreciation for the hard work uh, that all his farm uh, farm hands yep. uh, put in, and and uh, so when when we made him the offer, uh, he said, "Well, I got to check with my partners." Now we didn't know that his partners were his um, were his employees. We just <laughs> we, we assumed that he owned the mare with some you know with at a business associate or something like that but it turns out that the partners he was checking with uh were his employees he, he wanted to run it by them first to make sure it was okay with them and and it was and uh and uh you know we're we're, we're just we're, we're i think that's just the neatest thing and, and just thrilled yeah. with uh thrilled with uh with, with with her and 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 that uh, uh his employees have, have gotten to reap the benefit of it so yeah and that's so check her out yeah please please she's from what i've heard i haven't had a chance to see her myself in person but like any any horse that can step off a van immediately get pictures taken and still impress people is a is a pretty level-headed horse because i you know it's not necessarily pocket aces horses but i know i've had some horses from my experience where they've been on a farm for for several weeks and they still had a meltdown because my camera clicks and i'm like well i don't know (laughs) how to do it any other way so Mm -hmm. It's, yeah, she yeah. she has not turned an eye. I mean, just it's she's taken everything in stride. Uh, again, stepped off the van. Casey, the who uh, works there at the farm, she she snaps some pictures, and uh, you know she looks great. And um, so anyway, if you haven't checked her out yet, take a good look at her. Um, I think she's a. Uh, I think she's gonna. I think, I think we've done all right there. So yeah, well, and started it started from the bottom, sold out already. He is not sold out. I'm blown away. I'm not sure what's uh, what the holdup is, but uh, yep. uh, he's he's Susan now again. You know, Susan likes him. She's she said he is a he is a handful in the mornings. He just wants to go go go. Um, you know our issue with him, we, we want to get him back in as soon as we can. We just got to find the right spot for him. Yep. Uh, you know we we don't want to put him in. Um, uh, you know we, we don't want to put him in where we know we're going to lose him. Uh, that's the last thing we want to do because we really think he's got some potential and he's got some run left. Uh, he's got some pretty good run left in him, and um, just need to find just need to find a good starter spot for him, or um, you know, maybe we maybe put him in for thirty or something like that if we can find one of those spots. So uh, just uh, looking to looking to get him going, and I think uh, once uh, we get him out of jail at, at Ellis Park, uh, some, a lot of options are going to open up for him and. 
and we can have some we can have a lot of fun with uh with that with him you know, he's five years old and he's uh he, he like i said he, he's he's impressive he's quick and the race that he won at ellis and that was that was not a simple not, not an easy race for a ten thousand claimer and he just off a long long layoff he just uh yep he wanted like it was nothing for him well, and I should mention for some of our listeners who maybe don't know, he's not in literal jail at Ellis. <laughs> he, there, it's 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 a Kentucky it's a Kentucky policy where after a claim, um, you can't just immediately. Well, not not is it a Kentucky policy or is it the track policy that you can't immediately uh, leave? No, it's 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 the uh, racing commission's rule. Okay. Uh, basically, if if you claim a horse out of a race in Kentucky. They have to stay at that at that, or they they can only race at that track through the end of the meet, and that's one of the reasons that that Keeneland is so popular for claiming is because the meet is so short. Yep. Uh, you know, it, it runs three weeks. So if you claim a horse out of Keeneland, uh, you can send it somewhere else right away. And now there was a rule proposed. I don't think it ever passed, mm-hmm. um, and maybe it's still in the works. I'm not 100 percent sure. I need to I need to figure that out but at one point they were discussing a rule and i and i I think they should do it i I would love to see them implement this that um if you claim a horse at a kentucky track it has to it has to run in the state uh for 30 days beyond the end of the meet yeah Uh, because so many people come into keeneland they they come in from tracks all over the country and they claim races or claim horses and send them off yep. to tracks out of the state immediately following. Yep. And it, so that makes, which, which makes it tough to run your horse in claiming races at Keeneland because somebody's probably going to take them. Um, yeah. Not always, you know, it depends on the level and, and where they are, but you know, it just, it just makes uh, claiming horses out of Keeneland, uh, Keeneland, especially super, super attractive. So, so started, so started from the bottom, not actually in jail, but with his behavior, he might land there one day. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, you know, but he's, he's feeling good. I mean, just to kind of add on to that, I saw him, uh, training, uh, and he, he looked good. He, he was going out for a gallop, but he was so ready to go. I mean, th- in the photos, it looks like it's a breeze. It wasn't, but he's, he's feeling, he's feeling really good. And, you know, Susan, uh, she's, she bred him. Um, he's a half brother to, uh, Bodie's Rose, who's actually also come back. She looks really good too. I saw her recently. And she looks like she's feeling, she's feeling her own. She's feeling pretty good out there. So it, it's nice to see the siblings back out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm ready to get her back on the track. It's, it's been, um, it's been a long, it's been a long wait. So, well, Patty, I've got a plane to catch. Yes, yes, you do. And if I get chatty, you will miss it. So <laughs> <laughs> thanks once again, everybody, for tuning in this week. Um, our listener count is rising on all of our pages, and we really appreciate that support. But, uh, you know, as always, if you're listening in for the first time, make sure you go back to some of our earlier episodes. You'll kind of get the context for some of what we've been mentioning out here. So make sure you subscribe to our podcast. There's an option to leave some commentary. So please leave us some commentary over there. We really appreciate any comments, any suggestions you guys might have. You can also subscribe to our Apple podcast pages. And that you can just type us in right in that search bar. We'll pop up right away. Uh, Also, make sure that you start that you're follow our youtube channel over there click the bell so you get notifications when we start posting our videos we have a bunch of stuff in the works for that we are really excited we're completely revamping the the features and the projects over there so it's going to be a lot of fun i'm really excited we're going to start you know pretty intensive filming pretty soon so make sure that you guys have tuned in 
we've um, been talking about it forever but I we know. actually have our first recording date is scheduled and uh, we are ready yep. to get going so yep yep it's uh, for well and it's like in, in filming take it takes a lot of planning anyway so but we're excited to get going on those and uh before you head out for your plane do you have any words of wisdom any more commentary to add or are we good um you know what um Go out there and make it the best Wednesday and the best rest <laughs> of the week that you can make it. Whatever that is, just go out there and um, look at our horses and then make it the, make it a great week. Yeah, absolutely. Well, look yeah. at our horses. we got some good horses. Buy some horses. <laughs> <laughs> go and spend money. <laughs> so with that note, as always, everybody, have a good Wednesday. Have a happy Wednesday. Make good choices. And the podcast is out. Yeah.